Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man fresh out the lab after watching 17 hours of FTR matches, Chris <laughs> Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Because I love tag team wrestling, and FTR is just the the definition of yes. tag team wrestling. They, they lead... They lead in PER tag teams. They lead in like I don't know the Vor- the, the Jokic stat for for tag teams, man. They're they're just they're, they're just it. yeah. So yeah, Chris Domingo, of course, as you can tell, not the biggest fan of what's their name now? Is it Fear the Revival? Is it that's what is that what they're going by? Like, what's not, the FTR like, stand I, for? Like, I have no idea. Like I like because obviously, like they can't use the revival or like right, no, because right. I don't, man, I don't know nothing about these dudes, man. Like you know, I know things about like Kevin Steen and like Pito. Man, if these dudes just like crawled out of their woodwork. Bret Hart fanboys, like I don't know, in they feeling as much as Bret Hart is. Like I don't know, like just, like, <laughs> like just swear they are like the 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 hot tub time machine version of the Midnight Express. Like I swear to God, like these, like if you ask, no, if you ask them, they are God's gift. To- to tag wrestling, even though they can't go to promo for anything. No, no, they're, they're not very good. But yeah, we're not here to talk about the revival. We're here to talk about no, because drag. because we're talking about we're gonna, this is this the, the the theme of this is unrevival things yes. that are getting unrevived. Yes, <laughs> um, unrevived. Of course, we will talk about the uh, Ben Simmons career. Hopefully, the oh, Sixers. I we're talking about the Sixers too. Yeah, yeah, the, the Sixers uh, playoff chances. Hopefully, unrevived. This is one of those weird shows where we had to tape early. Um, than we usually do and things happen before this is going to air. So we will give you our draft predictions. Hopefully by the time this airs, we will, they will be right predictions because <laughs> hopefully we will be able to peer into the crystal ball and predict what the um, the Eagles are going to do on their, in the draft this week. But if this airs or when this airs, if the Toronto Raptors are still alive in the NBA playoffs, there's a problem. And we will discuss that problem on this episode because we, uh, we know what the problem is. I think we both understand what the problem is with the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, as it relates to their playoff chances for the 21 no, but, 22 like, season. Did, did these problems, were these problems there and we just had the the bearded, like, I don't know, the beard, like, covering our faces? Like, because I feel like, I don't know, we have been, and this is rare, or no, like, for Sixers fans, because they're just insanely optimistic, a lot of them, are just like, yo, like, I don't know, he's going to turn back. I, I asked you, can he turn back the clock? No, he can't turn back the clock. Like, I don't know. Like, because really, like, other than, like, I don't know, the the issues that this team has had all season with depth and just, like, I don't know, just not having a playable roster, like a playoff-capable roster, I I would say. If you – if the guy you thought you were trading Ben Simmons for was uh, 60 – I'd say 75% of what you thought he was – we wouldn't be having this conversation. One, one, we'd be talking about the next round. 
So I, I mean, because, and I think that's the the, I think that that for me is the that's been the theme of the Joel Embiid era, is he's a superstar, he's just a great dude. Like I don't know, like I don't know, can't say enough things great about him. Like I don't know, like MVP caliber this year. I don't think he should have won, but he's been known to sulk and just like I don't know, like unfortunately your 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 fortunes are hitched to this wagon that isn't the sturdiest, Roy. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's like, I don't know, St. Jolly and beats terrible, but like there are, there are cracks in that wagon. Well, the he that you referred to, the guy that you referred to um, at the beginning of, of, of that was, is James Harden. And we'll discuss whether or not we should have expected this from James Harden. And we'll, we'll discuss whether or not, you know, Joel Embiid is sturdy, a sturdy enough wagon for you to hit your playoff and championship hopes to. Um, and we'll get to that, you know, right off the bat here or here on the broad tree line. So forget, you know, we'll just kind of get into it before we get into yeah. all that stuff. Any shout outs, my friend? No, oh, you know what? We're yes. This will be quick. We're not going to discuss it further. But I just want to say happy 20th anniversary to one of the greatest wrestlers, sports entertainers in the world that's ever been created. I think JBL said it. If you had to build a wrestler from the ground up, if you had mm-hmm. to do create a wrestler, this would be the dude, Randall. Randall K. No, his name, his middle name is Keith. Yes, shout out to, to Randall K. Orton. Um, <laughs> Dude, how great. You know what, man? Cowboy Bob knew what the heck <laughs> he was doing when he just named his son Randall Keith Orton. Yeah, uh, if we have time at the end of the show, we will talk about the, the greatness that has been um, RKO's career in WWF slash WWE, um, celebrating 20 years um, in the Big E earlier this uh earlier this week but we got some basketball stuff to talk about before we do all that thank you guys as always for listening to us and supporting us here on 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia or wherever you get your podcast apple podcast stitcher radio TuneIn radio uh google play youtube music spotify just do a search for the broadsheet line download us to your phone your ipad your mp3 enabled device listen at home or take us with you on the go 24 7 365 if you're in philadelphia of course you can listen to us every saturday morning at 10 a.m again 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia or wherever you are you can download the tune in app or go to tunein.com or go to phillycam.org and tune in to the philly cam station again every saturday morning at 10 a.m for the 106.5 fm live stream and while you're doing all of that, do us a solid. Please follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. This weekend, of course, we'll be finishing up our um, intense draft conversation on the Twitter machine. I think we'll both be doing that this weekend on the Twitter machine because and, again, this is one of our I weekends. Be, and I will be Googling Raising Cane because I because I've not I've heard of this place before, but I see that they're opening places in the area and yes. people are saying it's really good. Yeah, so Raising Cane, again, it's a fast food, a chicken uh, restaurant um, that's predominantly down south. I want to say like Carolina's area, Carolina, Atlanta area. Um, Yeah, there's one that just opened up, was in University City. Yes. Um, There's one coming to Temple University at a time TBD. (laughs) Um, How does Temple University, like, you know what, I I love Temple, I do. But how does Temple University have more Chick-fil-A than the entire, like, I don't know, five-mile radius of Philadelphia? How? Money talks, man. I mean, like like money talks and kids like kids like chicken sandwiches. Well, kids clearly like chicken because you have again you have the Chick Fil A's and yeah now you have a raisin canes coming. So yeah, so money talks. So yeah, so I haven't I, I 
I swear I might have been to a Raising Canes once in an airport. I don't really remember. But, yeah, whenever they're open around here, we'll, we will do the official Broad Street Line review, Raising Cane <laughs> Chicken Finger review. Um, because, yes, we eat chicken fingers even though we were 40-plus years old. Um, <laughs> I love chicken fingers. Chicken fingers are great. Sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, they're, sometimes they're better than wings. Depends where you hey, go. Like, but... No, I'm telling you. Like, I don't, like, people make fun of me because, like, whenever I go buy, like, a pizza or something, I get a – like, there's an Instagram – like fuck guy that does reviews of chicken fingers i'm like that is great the popeye's chicken tenders spicy chicken tenders are elite that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> they are elite chicken tenders chicken fingers whatever you want to call them they're elite and again they're a lot better than the bone-in chicken at like 90 percent of other restaurants and i'll just leave it at that but yeah, again, no, no, like like we we'll save this for a now yes. we'll, we're gonna start talking about non-elite things for the next 45 minutes so, as I mentioned before, if you are listening to this, and if there is a Game 7 scheduled for later tonight, that is a problem because that means the Sixers have lost three consecutive games in their first-round series against the Toronto Raptors. Hopefully, most people, Roy, Roy yes. most people don't even lose two games after they're up 3-0. Usually, they, if they, like, I don't know, if they'll lose the, the four, Game 4, they'll close it out Game 5. Most teams don't even do one, lose two. The Sixers have done the sort of unthinkable already. I believe I believe the number was 16 times before. It was, a team that's going 3-0 up in the NBA playoffs. I think 16 times a series before this time. I believe 16, 16 times, times out of what? Like, like hundreds. Yeah, hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah, I think 16 times a, a, a team, the team has been pushed to, to uh, a sixth game. Um, again, hopefully the Sixers will not be the first team in NBA history to blow a 3-0 lead. Again, hopefully you're listening to this and say, hey, Sixers Miami, you know, Monday, well, Tuesday, I guess now, the game will be. Now, how many teams, now, I need to look at this. How many teams have lost three in a row? Uh, it has, it has to be less than 16, right? That's yeah, I was going to say less less than 16. I, I don't think it's more than, like, two or three. I have to get the number. Um, it's very, it's very <laughs> low. It's very low. So, again, we were hoping beyond hope that, again, as people listen to this, this didn't happen. But let's kind of figure out how we got here, all right? Because we know for certain that, the Sixers had a chance to close things out in game four in Toronto, but game four, Toronto, they're a tough team. You know, they're not going to lay down. They avoided the sweep. They came out, played hard, outplayed the Sixers in game four. Um, neither team, like as you, you mentioned, because I didn't get, get a chance to watch the game. You said neither team really, really seemed like they wanted the game. No, that was but, the game that it you should have just hit. It, if they weren't playing with their food and, was fo- and were focused or anything, like anything professional, they would like the Raptors were begging to get beat, like not even in just the first quarter. Like I don't know, like there's usually like, uh, and in a lot of these games, the Raptors aren't coming out great either. But this, I think the Sixers are just coming out awful, like 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 no effort or no no energy, no structure. Like I don't like like I don't. I just have no idea, like where the or, where the source of this is. Is it just team wide? Is it the coach? I like that's that's where I have a problem with. Like I don't know. And usually, like you can point at like one player or like I don't know one thing. For me, there's like five things you could point at to say, like this is troublesome, and not just troublesome for. And, and I think I don't like. I, I think did we. And I know, like, but let's not kid ourselves. We we already know this team's fate in a week or ten days. I, I mean, and it's not Eastern Conference Finals. Did we 
did we overvalue the seventy the Philadelphia 76ers? No, that's a that's a loaded question. And and again, I and I had the list of other questions that we kind of posed to ourselves before the series started, and we'll get to those in a second. But I, I do want to say, you think game four was a game. I think game five was the game. I think game five at home, because again, like I understand if you just face a team who doesn't want to go out and they just kind of give you what they got in the fourth quarter and they kind of eke one out. All right, that's fine. You come home, you got to take care of business, especially with Fred Van Vliet out. He got hurt in game four. He was out uh, with a hand, was it a hamstring? Um, yep. well, Van Vliet, he was out game five or no hip flexor or something like that. Anyhow, you have to take care of business at home. You looked horrendous at home. Like you just, you were flat the entire game at home. In a, in, you won the first two games handily at home. You come back for game five, knowing that you're against the wall, knowing that your best player, you know, is dealing with a, a thumb injury. You got to take care of business game five. Nobody showed up at game five. That That's the game to me that, again, if something happened, well, again, hopefully they're not playing tonight, but if they are playing tonight, even if they're not, that game five right there tells you, a lot about this basketball team. Yeah, no, I think business. no, I think no, I think Game Five tells you how serious this team is right. in terms of contending, and it's not. Like I don't know. Like I think, I, I think people, Sixers fans, like being optimistic, and God bless you. But like they were just hoping, like I don't know, because a four-one series win builds confidence with the team right. and everyone, fans, whatever. Like. Because I don't think, like, regardless of, like, how the Sixers won four, five, six, seven games, they weren't facing an uphill climb against the Miami Heat. They just are. Like, I don't know. They are, not, like, they're, like, one, they have a, their best players injured. And I don't know. that that That's obviously not going to get better. It's going to either stay the same or get worse. You have a, I don't even know. he's I don't, I don't even call him a star. I mean, Jay, like, because I think this is all like I mean like James Harden was supposed to be the makeup that 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 hit all the blemishes that hit all like the Doc Rivers stuff the terrible the, the no backup the no backup center situation Matisse Thibel looking just awful like I don't, like I have no idea what happened to him and like he was supposed to like hide he was supposed to be the acne medicine to hide all the all the pimples on on the Sixers he hasn't. Period. And I think, and people are saying, oh, if, like, I don't know, if he gets a whole offseason of, like, training and, like, I don't know, all these, like, cockamamie excuses. It's like, I'm, I guess for me, the only, the only hope is that he just opts in to just kick the can down the road because if he opts out, <laughs> that's the worst-case situation for the Sixers. It really is because then you really are almost forced. I know it seems crazy to say you're forced to give someone a $200 million. But with the history with Daryl Morey, with the limbo that they've been in for years trying to find a superstar, like, if you're the Sixers, do you want to go back to, like, that that road of just, like, I don't know, trying to find, like, another star? I don't think they do. No, I don't, I don't think they do either. And, and again, just to kind of bring it back to your, your the beginning of your point, uh, as you mentioned, Joel Embiid, for those who don't know, um, has torn ligaments in his shooting, in the thumb of a shooting hand. Um, obviously they've severely impacted this game. It's not a you know question of whether or not, you know, I mean, he can obviously play with it, but he's obviously um, being impacted quite a bit. He can't shoot, can't catch, can't pass as well as he can, obviously, without it. And I um, also, and Roy, I also think it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's subconsciously affecting him going down to the block. Cause right. like, I, I mean, when you go down to the block, you're going to get hit. And right. 
for a lot of, I'd say 60% of the game, he was playing at the top of the key playing playmaker. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, Joel Embiid on, on, uh, in game five was uh, made exactly one shot from outside of three feet, um, probably largely due to the fact that he was dealing with that hand. But he shot, I believe, it was, I think it was one for six for shots from shots outside the paint. And he has a sprained ligament on his shooting hand. And that's not really what he really should be doing, given the fact that he has a sprained ligament on his shooting hand. But I want to talk about your James Harden point, because like you said, James Harden is supposed to be, you know, the makeup. He's supposed to be the number two. He's supposed to be the guy you know, who's supposed to carry this you know team. What, boy? I yeah. seriously only thought of this, like, <clears throat> 14 seconds what you brought up. Like, I have no idea how I brought that up, but somehow it made sense because I feel that, like, I don't know, like, we knew this team was flawed. And, like, I don't know, it's – thank God for Tobias Harris in this series. He's been the best – the team's best player. Like, and I, I just feel that, like, I don't know, like, if – what is the most disappointing thing – so far about the James Harden. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got you got you have to you got to stop asking like seventeen questions. <laughs> I want to answer. I want to answer the, all the questions that you that okay. you that you pose to it because you have, you have some ex- extraordinary questions and I want to I want to answer them all. <laughs> yes, this all circles around the, the answer is James Harden's been a disappointment. I think that answers all your questions. But let's go. Let's kind of break it down for a second because at the beginning two weeks ago, before the series started, I asked you a question and I said who's going to be the second best player in the series, and you said you weren't sure because <laughs> I don't think we, neither one of us was sure because we thought it should be James Harden and it clearly hasn't been James Harden. And the fact that it's not James Harden is a problem because just to kind of get back to your point, I don't necessarily think that, I mean, yes, the team's flawed. Like obviously the team's messed up, but forget that for a second. Every team needs a number two. Like whenever you're the number one, doesn't have a good night. The number two is supposed to pick up the slack. Like look, look at every team in the NBA, every good team in the NBA, if player, if the best player on the team doesn't have a good game, then you expect the second best guy to come in and, and show up and play. Even even the Nets, who obviously aren't as good as we thought they were, when Kevin Durant didn't have a good game, well then Kyrie Irving would have a good game. All right, well, you know when I don't know, LeBron didn't have a good game, then Anthony Davis was supposed to have a good game. Every team, every good team has these guys. Joel Embiid can have a bad game, and James Harden, he'll just be James Harden, and that's the problem. Like if James, if Joel Embiid is clearly dealing with the, the thumb injury. And he can't shoot outside of three feet. James Harden needs to shoot the ball twenty-five times. Like, is it like that's not insane to ask, right? No, but I think it's insane mm. to ask for someone who doesn't think he could do it. <laughs> like, I, I really feel like I, I mean, I don't know if you've heard this before, but left-handed point guard has suffered from confidence issues. I, I mean, I, I feel like I don't know, like he is. I, I mean, he's he's getting cold feet. He's getting like I don't know, very cold feet. Once he gets into that lane. I mean, I saw a couple bend passes when he was deep in the post or deep in the paint <laughs> and kicked it out, and I started like I don't know, like sweating, and 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 another sidebar to this series, and like every and including the harder thing is, do you need a two or do you need a one B? Oh, that's ooh, that's a good question. Um, that's a very good question, and I think. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of people thought we were getting a one B. Um, we clearly didn't get a one B. But that's a very good, that's a good question. That's no, good but question. I think like I don't know in a perf like I think even if James Harden was the two, the series would be over. And I think right. like it's just but I think and injuries happen. I get it. Like I don't know and and Embiid's been adamant to play through a lot of the stuff like he's playing through now. But I, I mean. Like, and it's not even just the injuries, Roy. Like, I, I mean, like, he's 
I'll say it, he's moody. And like I don't know, and and he'll and thankfully he'll hold himself accountable at the end of the game. He's like, yo, I was out of I was out of the like I, I was mentally not I was like and unfortunately, like I don't know, he doesn't have that luxury, like because there's no one to pick him up. And right. it's not his fault that they've just failed miserably trying to find a supporting cast. But I think I also believe he might need more help than the Sixers fans and maybe even like other people in the know think he needs. Um, thinking about it as you were saying all that, I, I think I, I agree. I think he needs more help than I think most people because you're right, because super, super, superstars like yes. they don't go through they don't do this like they don't go through this kind of they don't they don't have games where it's just like oh i just didn't have it like i mean they have games where they miss a thousand shots but they don't have yeah. games where like they like fall asleep on defense and you've seen yeah. you've seen that from joel Embiid multiple precious times. achua precious yeah. achua was running circles was driving past joel Embiid, was yeah. running him it put it like someone put joel a, a seven foot man in a blender it yeah. it was it was it was all it was it was, it was Jaw dropping, not the yeah. pun. I eagle. No, because that was that's always been his calling card. When he, regardless of like how like I don't know like how his offense was going, if he wasn't getting touches, he was always still man like manning that paint. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it's they have no one on the perimeter that can that can keep anyone in front of them. But sorry, I feel that's happening a lot less this year. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I don't, cause I, we've seen it before though. Like we've seen that we've seen, again, it's rare, but we've seen games this year, last year before where just Joel Embiid just kind of just, I don't want to say gives half coasting. effort, but yeah, he's coasting. Thank you. That's a perfect, perfect word. He coasts on defense. Like, and again, like you don't have, like you said, you don't have the luxury to do that when. And then, and, and no, and then it, it's the bad cycle where like, he no, I mean I've seen it. Like I don't know, like something like a bad. Like he has a couple bad offensive plays. He'll have a bad defensive play, and then he'll try to like karch karai a volley volleyball swat. And mm-hmm. like I don't know, like it, it's just trying to overcompensate. And like right. I I don't blame. I, I don't want to not give him the luxury of not having a bad a good a bad game. Yeah, right. But yeah. yeah, no, like no, and like. But when you see a guy like this, and you see a guy like Giannis, who, like, I don't know, like, has had bad games. I mean, like, you people have clowned him for missing free throws, takes 89 seconds to shoot free throws, stuff like that. But you know this, like, it's a motor thing. And I and I don't, like, I, I, I don't want to, like, say an injury is not a factor, but at some point I can't keep saying it's just – no, because yeah. it's never just it's been not, an injury. It's, it's just, just yeah. been – it's been, like, I don't know, just, like, I don't know. He don't feel like doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, no that's that like super like Giannis has bad games. Kevin Durant had almost a series full of bad games. Like that's fine. Like I'll I'll excuse Joel Embiid for shooting five for eighteen or whatever, or just doing that. But again, like the, the the one out of every you know whatever you know twenty games it is where Joel Embiid coasts. Again, you don't like you said you don't see a Giannis do that. You don't see a KD do that. You don't see the super superstars do that. And like you said, the Sixers you know need to have someone there to kind of pick up the slack in those cases where that happens. And meanwhile, James Harden through five games of the series, shooting 37% from the field, and he's not shooting the basketball to the point where Joel Embiid himself came out and said something about it. He said, quote, I've been saying all season since he got here, he needs to be aggressive and he needs to be himself. 
That's not really my job. That's probably on coach to talk to him and tell him to take more shots. This is Joel Embiid telling James Harden through the media to yo, yo, this man got to shoot. Like this Just is a talk problem. To him. Well, no, no, no. That's <laughs> a and, I'm, and this is one series, but like I don't know. Like Joel Embiid likes doing this, but at some point, bro, you can't do this. Like I, I, I mean, like man up and speak to like this ain't the other guy. No. Or like I don't know, you could no, like I don't know, this is a professional. I mean, like I don't know. He's a grown man. Might have moments of like I don't know, being like I don't know, lethargic or whatever, but I I would think James Harden would care enough if if you talk to him. So and like I don't know, like, but I think this is where I, I mean because once again, I think you like you tweet something just you retweeted something just so just profound and it like it stuck with me for a couple of days. It's like people like will like it, Twitter is not real life. Where you just like you just create you you curate your your point of view and it just and it, and it just really just like I don't know reinforces your opinion. So if you see fifty five thousand tweets about Joel Embiid's the greatest, and it's like, but you don't get any like honest stuff. Like because like I would like to think that we are honest because we one we're too old to be stands. We are like one like I, I don't know who the last guy. No, it was Iverson. I was like twenty years ago for God's sake. So I just, <laughs> I just observe and I see a dude that like, I don't know, just like, I don't know, like every, like, and, and there's nothing to it. It's not even like he's hurt. Like, I don't know. He just sometimes just don't just ain't is, is half, half butting it. So, so if the Sixers either lose a series and or get, get smashed by Miami in, in round two, who is most to blame for the Sixers' failure to make the conference finals this year? Well, who, who, who do you think? Well, it's Daryl Morey, not James yeah. Harden, not Doc Rivers, not Joel Embiid. Oh, 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 oh no! I mean, in like <clears throat> in, in the whole scope of things, no, uh, because Harden—he's the one who traded for Harden. No, it's Harden. It, no, it, no, because I—I've—I've I've, one of my ethos in basketball: is coaching is overrated. Like I don't know, it, it's important. Like I don't know, I'm not saying it's not important, but. But people saying like I don't know the reason why the Celtics won the series because they have Ime Doka and the other one and the Nets have Steve Nash is crazy. The, like I like you could have Brian Scalabrini coaching the Celtics. They would have yeah, won that yeah, series. Yeah, Come on, yeah, like no, like <laughs> it comes back to players and how many good players you got and and how good your really good players are playing. And both of those in both of those areas, the Sixers have failed. They have no depth, and I think people have just got to. Pump the brakes on Tyrese Maxey because I think after Game One, people just thought, "Oh man, he's like gonna be this guy." Like he's also a six-two guard that once people, once teams are half bent on shutting him down, they're gonna shut him down. Like, I, like they have made it a point. The Raptors and they're long and and physical. Maxey hasn't gotten much since Game One or since Game Two. So, but he needs like. And that's asking too much from a second-year dude. It just is. So I'll give the pie chart a blame. I'll say I'll say 55 – no, uh, 55 Harden, uh, 35 Embiid, 20% just terrible players. Just just, just in a non-existent bench or right, non-existent well, role players. All right, well, I got to call, call you out because as an accountant, you gave me 110%. Uh, so. <laughs> I only give 110%. No, wait. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh sorry. 10% bench. But okay. like I'm, I'm, I'm very – Harden will des- deserves the lion's share of just what's going on here. 
So so zero percent, zero percent for one Glenn Doc Rivers. Zero. I, yeah. No. Like I. I, I mean, like, is, is is he creating just a terrible locker room? I don't know. Like, like I just, I always feel that, like, I don't know, chemistry is only as good as your next game. If if they had a stacked roster and, like, I don't know, they just didn't didn't buy with each other, who the heck cares? You know why they, they're not, go, like, they're losing most of these games? Because there's, the players stink. That was one of the questions that we, that we had discussed a couple weeks ago before the series. Who on this bench is going to step up? And the answer nobody. has been nobody. Again, outside of Jersey Yang, you've got nothing. And who's, mentioned... who's operating on a bum knee? And you mentioned it at the top. We got to talk about Matisse Seibel. Because I, quite frankly, I, 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 it's not even a public opinion thing. I, I haven't seen a man just, like, lose all skill like this in a span of, like, two months. It's amazing, Pardon? the Matisse Seibel that you've you, gotten. You, you didn't see an Australian do this last year? Well, I mean, we don't know what skill he has or not. Just, like, we have no you idea. We need to never draft Australians ever, ever. Matisse, okay, Matisse Seibel is probably going to make one of the all defensive teams. He's a really good defender. Blah, blah, blah. We've said this a million times. This dude's borderline unplayable. It's amazing on, to say no, this. He's become Andre Roberson. He's become Andre. Like I, I always joke that that was an extreme. It's not extreme anymore. He can't. Like he, he turns the ball over on defense. No, he turns the ball over on offense. He's still too aggressive. Like. But this is another situation of trying to overcompensate on defense when your offense is terrible. We're like, he's trying to get steals, he fouls. He um, tries to, like, he's doing too much. And, or, like, I don't know, but he can't even do the basic stuff. Like, hit, hit wide open threes or layups. Or no, I, rebound, no, and like, or... I don't think, you can't bring him back next season. You can't. I mean, look, he's, I mean, he's under contract. He's making nothing. So, I mean, he'll be, he'll be back. But it's like, what? Again, if you can't, if he can't make a wide open shot, and again, he's not as good as he was last year on defense. What are we doing here? Because you have to surround him with exactly the right guys. But it's like, if you're playing four on five on offense, what's the point? Like, you can't really afford it. Like, you can't really afford to have us do. They just have so it's many. So they just have so many untrustworthy players. They like, I, like serious playoff guys that you don't like. Literally close your like cover your eyes when they come in like Shake Milton. Shake Milton is not a playoff player. No, he's never been. No, I don't know why. Like I know he's under contract. Why they brought Furkan Korkmaz back? I have no idea. He's he's not even a regular season player at this point. David <laughs> Green was a put play, but he, like the, but no one is talking enough about Daryl Morey's offseason last year and this and and, and the play and the, and the deadline. I know you got. I know he got Maxi. I know he got Harden. And I know we got rid of Al Horford, which I don't even know if it's a good thing at this point. Like I don't like what is what else has he done? Who where's the kid he drafted in the first round this year? Oh, Springer, no, he's been down in Delaware. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like and the thing is, like he did like Drummond was good, but then now you had to trade Drummond to get Harden, and it's like, all right, now you have no backup center because again, you put Paul Reed in there and the man just fumbles the basketball every time he touches it. It's just Yeah, like, let's yeah, let's end the B ball, Paul. No, no, but <laughs> this is where your established players should cover up. Like you Correct. should have more makeup. Like, I right. don't know where, like, I don't know, like no hard. Like, and, and it comes back to James Harden. Like, I don't know. Like if James Harden, like James Harden covered up a lot of problems that Houston had. You didn't know because he was just scoring 55 points a game. And be with a bum thumb and whatever you get out of James Harden. And again, 
21-year-old Tyrese Maxey. Again, don't expect much, but he's 21, but whatever. And Tobias Harris. Those four guys combined should be able to cover up the, the sins for a round. I don't think that's yeah. too much to ask yeah, for no, a single round of basketball. No, will this uh, will the Embiid injury affect how you view this team in two years? Or because I feel that like without even without this injury, they would get skunked. They'd get skunked in the, against the Heat. The, this yeah, team I mean, isn't that. Yeah, I mean, like it'll affect how I think about it. Like five percent, maybe maybe no five. I'll say five percent. Like probably not more than that. Because like like you said, like Joel Embiid could have like metal hands and they could go play M- M- Miami and they'd, they'd get stomped out in six. So I mean, like I wouldn't. I mean, like it wouldn't really change much. But it's yeah, really, no, no, yeah. no, because because I feel this is like I don't know. Unfortunately, like this just, this just, I kind of accelerated like the postmortems because like I I yeah. feel that like if if you would have won resounding against the against the Raptors, it would be a nice story. It'd be like yo, we got further than the other guy, or like I don't know, we got further than the Nets. Like I don't yeah. know, like like MB look good. You don't have any of that. You are. You are limping. Yeah. I don't want to say limping. Limping would be an insult to limping into the playoffs. You are getting like carried on a structure, like I don't know, like Miss Elizabeth did after, like I don't know, <laughs> like like I don't know Hogan, like 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 I don't know Ray Indoor. It's bad. Like this is like usually there is some level of just like I don't know anticipation for the next round. The next round you're just waiting to get like like choked out. Yeah. No, this team this team is leaking oil um, at at the worst time. Meanwhile, you got you know Miami winning you know with uh, Kyle Lowry on the sideline and Jimmy Butler humping Victor, the air. All the no, but this is what makes Miami just different. Like I don't know, they hit on the Oladipo's. Right. The Sixers get Mike Scott or James Ennis. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> James Harden. Like I don't know. Like it, it's going to come back to man. Like I don't know. Like I know that the alternative was was worse. It was. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be on list. I wouldn't be on this radio show because I would not be around i'd be like in a, like in a cave not talking sports ever again if the other guy was still here but this is real disappointing man it is no it is and and again and it should be and hopefully though hopefully the sixers are still playing well they will be still be playing basketball hopefully they'll be playing basketball a couple of days after this airs i do want to talk about what else is going on in the nba playoffs because there's some pretty good basketball outside of philadelphia that's being played if you guys can kind of step away from again the team that's linking leaking oil and land on the stretcher in South Philadelphia, <laughs> there's some good basketball. Like we said, the the uh, the Heat, uh, they beat the Hawks uh, four to one in their first round series. The Heat looked pretty good. I don't want to talk about it. It looks no, worse. No, that really, that series looks worse and worse. Because that is the same darn team that that beat the Sixers last year. The same, more same. or less. Yeah, more or less. So yeah, so the Heat lose. Uh, I'm sorry, the Heat beat the uh, Hawks four games to one in their series. The Celtics sweep the Nets. Uh, four games and nothing. Uh, the Celtics had Kevin Durant in all manner of hell <laughs> for the first three games of, of that series. I'm not here. Say, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Roy, I will say. Uh, I'm not. Man. I know. I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to. I'm going to say I'm not there yet. But go ahead. No, I. I don't remember seeing defense play like this in. A oh, long okay. Time. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought, you, I thought you were going Jason Tatum. Oh no! Oh no! I'm already there. But like, I like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't expect other people to be there with me. But no. No. no, but like, you know what? How people joke that like Danny Age is like the king of like making all all, the, all those almost trades. I kind of wish he did because now they wouldn't have a stacked roster. You seen all these guys they drafted? Like all their guys are contr- like Grant Williams, Billy Hope. Like I don't know, like like Time Lord, 
Like, I don't know all these guys. And these guys aren't even top 10 picks. I told you the Celtics have a couple dudes who came off the bench, who come off the bench, who can give you like 10 or 12 points now, you know, when somebody else is slacking. That's all I'm asking for, man. Give me like, again, I, I'm not even a Peyton Pritchard fan. I like Grant Williams. I, I mean, but like these guys aren't superstars. But Grant Williams got better. Matisse Seibel did not. Like, no, I, I feel like, I don't know. And I'm sorry, I think there's just teams, organizations that know how to develop players. Like, I don't know whether it like, and like, I don't know. I think you see them every year. The teams that are consistently in the playoffs and making noise in the playoffs. Not just like, I, I mean, how, how memorable have like, I know the Sixers have made the playoffs like every year since what 17, 18. How memorable have like this play has this playoff run been? Yeah, like how many, how many, let's say this, how many positive moments do you recall? How many WrestleMania moments right. do, do the Sixers have in the last what five years? I must say it hasn't been many. You can probably count them on one hand. It hasn't been a lot, which is kind of it's kind of sad to say. Um, and again, other teams, again, the Celtics had a whole whole handful of, of them. I guess the Celtics um, in their series. Bucks, as we're recording this, Bucks up three to one on the Bulls. We'll probably close that out um, this week. Although Chris Middleton's out with a sprained MCL, but the Bulls are dealing with injuries to well, a concussion for Alex Caruso and Alex Levine in health and safety protocols. Out west, we got the Suns up three two on the Pelicans um, as Devin Booker recovers from his his hamstring injury. Our favorite series of the first round. We said it going in, and it still holds up. Grizzlies up three two on the Timberwolves as his heirs. Young stars going at it. You talk about a team drafting right and developing right. That's the Memphis Grizzlies right there because they got a bunch of young dudes who they drafted and developed and who got better, which is kind of amazing because I didn't think guys could get and, better. Oh, and the uh, the star player doesn't pick the coach. How 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 was that? I, people need to like I don't know. The, I hope that like at some point with with the with the Lakers and the Nets just like I don't know like combusting, they got like. I understand star players need like say and like that's just that's just the game, but you know what? You don't need to give them everything. You yeah. don't need to say you like you could say yo. You can get you can get say on three or four players. You don't get say on the coach. Like I don't know. Like you really need just a coach that can just develop. Like I don't right. know. I totally develop and nobody. Like I don't know. Steve Nash, God bless his heart. He's just there just to like I don't know look cute. And just to like, I don't know, be a sounding board for Kevin Durant. Like, you need the coaches. You need the Spurs. You need the Taylor Jenkins. Even the Finch dude from, like, that dude is a lifer and somehow, like, just ended up being, like, the best coach in Timberwolves history. Yeah, no, it's like, again, you need, like, again, especially with those young teams, you need that young, you need, it's not even necessarily a young coach. You need that right developmental type of guy to kind of get these guys to that next level. But you need the right guys who will listen to that young developmental guy. Because, again, I think, you know, not for nothing, I think Brett Brown wasn't a terrible developmental coach. You just didn't have the right guys. Specifically well, no, guy. because you didn't have the right guy because you had the one guy just under, like, right. just, it all goes back to him, man. <laughs> we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Warriors up 3-1, again, on the Nuggets as we're doing this, and the Jazz uh, are down 3-2 to the Mavericks. Speaking of that guy. like a league yes. rule that the Utah Jazz never, just, the they, they they asked Tim Donaghy to fix Jazz games, so I never and and I'm not this crazy Rudy Gobert hater. I'm not, but they do the same thing every year. Every they year. they like they like what whatever Danny Green said in this press conference. The that, that, that like yeah. like uh, the, the wall <laughs> the walnut up. 
Yeah. And like I don't like they're just they're worse. They have a worse playoff history than the Sixers do right now. Yeah, no, the Jazz do this every year. The Jazz are Gonzaga. The Jazz are like the, there's like the no Sixers, teams. Sixers so, East, well, Sixers yeah. West. Yeah, Sixers West, yeah, if you want to put it like that. Um, I do want to talk about that Australian in, in Brooklyn though, because he had the press conference to talk about his incredibly high IQ. And right when everybody <laughs> was thought, that a week ago or like yeah, a week yeah. and a half ago. Yeah, right before game four. Um, right before um, they, they were ready to play game four. Um, and, and, and right before he told Nick Ferdell to, yo, take, take yo, a picture of this. Yeah, 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 film this. Film me dunking Nick, <laughs> Nick Ferdell. Uh, he woke up with uh, – Ben Simmons woke up with back soreness, missed game four, did not sit on the bench with his teammates. Um, earlier this week, Simmons and his agent, Rich Paul from Clutch Sports, met with the Nets upper management and said that um, – according to the reports, Simmons said that his lingering issues – uh, physical issues are related to his mental issues. So he's having basically the mental block that's preventing him physically from returning to the court. I said to you, I guess maybe a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, I said, if this dude never shows up, never plays a game, I'm done thinking it's a physical thing and I think it's a mental thing. Use it off the rip. Like, yo, this dude ain't playing at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether I don't know whether you thought it was a mental thing or a physical thing or both. It's, it's but, always been mental. Okay. It's been mental since 2019. Like I don't like the problem is I think this is just a very touchy subject to talk about right. in a public discourse where you can't even talk about like like an MVP race without people getting crazy on you. So like yeah. I don't know. Social media is not the right place to have this conversation. It, it, it is. This pot, this show, you can have, we can have it on us. No, I, I mean, like, it, I think it really comes back to, I think people are, like, I, I don't know, like, there, of course, there's no middle ground on, on this ever. Like, I don't know, like, I think people are saying, yo, like, why are you making fun of He has mental issues. Like, but, but then people on the other side are like, yo, this dude is a perfect, like, this dude has a job. And frankly, and I, and, He's and and I just it comes back to owning Roy. He doesn't own anything. Like if and of course, I I see people say, "Yo, people give like Simone Biles and like and and uh, Osaka. What's her first name? Osaka. Uh, Osaka. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. Like why did it was like you know what they did? They had a press conference and had the fortitude to say, "Yo, I'm struggling. I I am not there." Has Ben Simmons done that, done that ever? No. No, and and, and if, that's, if he would just say, "Yo, man, I'm in a bad place," I would have, and I'm not even joking. I would have an infinite amount of because you just, I don't feel he's acknowledging anything. He's still like, I don't know, try. He's trying to take these shortcuts where he's like, "Yo, like I don't know, like feel it, like no." I, I said this, like I said this online. It's like I'm starting to feel like he just is just like the child actor. Like I don't know, that mm-hmm. was like really just gifted and like i don't know but once once that show got canceled or once that movie bombed they didn't know what to do i feel that's ben simmons where like he just doesn't and i've just been reading because i'm trying to figure and there's nothing no one really knows anything about ben simmons this is like i don't know where i just feel like he's just like he's he just he's overcompensated for looking bad that's why he puts on the gear he puts Mm, on the fits he tells people to like acknowledge me. No, I, I mean like it, it's, but it comes back to <clears throat> you gotta get like your mental fix. Like I don't know, like, and until then, I don't think he'll ever. I don't, I don't think he's ever gonna play. 
That's no, that's a, I like your I like that analogy, the Chaucer analogy a lot. But I think you were you and I said this before. Like if we were handling quote unquote handling Ben Simmons, we were clutch sports. You know, we would have said we would have did off the rip. You know, Ben, go sit down with the Taylor Rooks or go sit down with a bit, Nick Fredell, whoever, and just say, hey man, I'm going through some stuff right now. You know, I want to get back on the basketball court. I love basketball. Just I need some time. If he had done that February 11th, the day after the trade, I think people would have had a you know, Can you do that now? You could do it now, but I mean, like, it's like a lot of damage has been done. I'm not saying it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't think, no. I don't think it's, I don't think it's irreplar- irreparable, but a lot of damage has been yeah, done. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I feel that, like, I don't know, like, you did this to a playoff team where I, and, and like, I don't know, didn't need to be, like, I don't know, Woodward and Bernstein to realize, yo, these, these players were like, I don't know, like, saying, yo, come on, pal. Like, I don't know, like, like, because they, like, like they understand you're going through stuff, but they want you to like grind, like I, I, like like because, dude, like I, I think people are trying to make it where like I don't know if you're criticized about you like like you don't like think stress is important. Everyone deals with stress. This yeah. is like I, like are we saying Ben Simmons is not allowed? To, like he's like in like it, it, you're a bad person for thinking Ben Simmons can has to deal with stress. This is great. Like and but this is where like Twitter. This is the real world we're talking about. Like I don't know. Like I, I was like, if he he need he might need to take a sabbatical, Roy, just to say, yo, like I, I need to go away. And, and I because right now there's just, just the machine is just overwhelming him. And I think a lot of it is he doesn't look he doesn't want to look bad or he doesn't want to look cool, because I think that's part of his thing. He wants to be the dude. He want like and someone said like like he wants to. I feel he wants to repair everything that's happened in the last year and a half in like one play or like immediately. And you can't, this is a, I hate to use this word, a process where one, you just need mm-hmm. to acknowledge, yo, and just like say it, like, cause it, it, you never, you haven't, you, you're hearing like leaks from Windhorse or, or Shams or whoever. I want to hear at a, like, am I too, am I too bad of a person to say, I want Ben Simmons to own some, own this. Say, yo, man, like, I'm going through stuff, man. And, and, but you know what? A lot of it is, isn't doing, Roy. Like, I don't, like, am I wrong to point that out? I don't think you're wrong. To, I don't think you're wrong to point that out, to point that out. Um, I'll say, I will say this, though. I don't think he, quote, unquote, owes anybody an explanation. I think an explanation would help him look better. I think an explanation yes. would help him deal with some of this because it would no, come. No, and no, would, no, this isn't me asking for, I, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't yeah, know, yeah. but I think, for him, because I feel he is very conscious about his image, even though, right. like, I don't know, he won't admit it. Like, I don't know. You need the rehabilitation tour, mentally, physically, and everything. And get Taylor Ropes or Malika Andrews and say, yo, because right now, people are coming, like, the the important athletes are coming at it. This isn't just, like, I don't know, like, KD215 or, like, I don't know, whoever. You got Hall of Famers questioning whether you like basketball or not. And I don't know how you you will t- it will take a long time to get past that. Yeah, you got Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller came at him earlier this week. Other guys, not Hall of Famers, but Kendrick Perkins, Jay Williams, Tim Legler. You know, not a basketball player, but Stephen A. Smith. You got a lot of guys coming at coming at Ben Simmons for what happened this past week. And again, you mentioned Shams before. Um, according to a report from Shams Sharania of the Athletic, uh, the Nets players reportedly wanted to see some resolve out of Ben Simmons. 
either have him suit up but just not even play or play limited minutes just give it a where go are your, where are your where are your gear no like, he I, wore I, his gear he wore his gear no 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 where like he, your he gear. uniform oh oh, oh oh he wore his prices <laughs> Yeah, he wears Prada no, gear. But, he, but this his, is him. Like this is like the that is Ben Simmons in a nutshell. Where like he he's screaming, "Yo, yo, welcome me!" But yo, let me get my crust of the clown fitted. No, I mean, but that's <laughs> no. He's a no. I feel like he's like Macaulay Culkin. Like I don't know. Where like I don't know. Like he just doesn't know. And one, this isn't a clutch sports thing. This is like I don't know because from what I. Because no agency in the right skull would advise someone to do this. Like they're they're asking him, man, you gotta do this, pal. And he's just like, I can't. Like but the only person that can stop this turn is Ben Simmons. It ain't gonna be Rich Paul, it ain't gonna be LeBron James or whoever. He Ben Simmons needs to, but I think that's the block where like he just doesn't know what like this is the first time he's had to deal with turmoil. And he's just no, and I think he just like the further you run away from this, it's still there, pal. Like, and, and then like he's just trying to escape it. And I, I like unless I feel that like not even to I don't need appeasement. Like I don't know. Like a part of me it, like is feels bad now because I'm like yo, like this is gonna ruin your career, and you had a damn good career. I don't think anything changes unless he starts listening to someone else. Clearly, he's not. Well, I won't say clearly, but I would imagine that Clutch Sports is telling is not telling him to do what he's done. I'm assuming that. I'm assuming that. So, if you don't want to listen to Clutch, then like you, I think was maybe you. Someone said like, if you're not going to listen to Rich Paul, then you got to find somebody else to listen to. Because quite frankly, whoever you're listening to right now, they ain't it. Whether it's Clutch oh. or Liam or whoever, they're not yeah, doing no, you a favor. I, no, like I don't know. There's an entire family element that I would never touch regarding right. this. Like I don't know. Like that's just way too. Like I, I'm not even remotely gonna touch that. But I feel like I don't know. Someone needs to lend their hand, whether it's yeah. a player, because I don't like. It doesn't appear he has many pe- like friends right. in the industry. No, no pun intended. No, I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's just a like. I feel this is like, and like, I just came to this re- like, like re- revelation on the train. I'm like, he feels like he's on an island, but unfortunately, he kind of created that island. Yeah. 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 He, he created the island. And I think there are people, again, like, I don't know if I'm your friends or whatever. I think there are people who are willing to help him get off this island, but I don't think he's necessarily inclined to take their direction. No. Um, no. And, and like, I, and, and I think you hit it on the head. He's not willing to be changed, not on his terms. Right. Whether it's the whether it's the shooting, whether it's like I don't know, like he's always he is hell bent on doing it himself, yeah. like in, in life, and he can't. And yeah. for his sake, I hope he just has that come to Jesus moment where he's like, "Yo, I need help with everything." And I I, I think that's like I mean he's not unsalvageable, but right. you got to turn you you got to turn the tide at some point, man, because yeah. this yeah. is like. This isn't like I don't know. You didn't. You couldn't blame the process for this. You couldn't blame Joel Embiid or, or Doc Rivers. You now you got like I don't know. You had a playoff team that was like trying to will you to help to be part of the team. Not yeah. even like just and you're just not there, and that sucks. No, like no. And I think yeah. and I'm oh, sorry. And I think Legler said <laughs> it's like if, if if you're a teammate of his, 
can you really trust this dude? You can't. That's the thing. Like, you can't trust this guy. Like, I think Tim Ligler said, like, I can't, or Jay Williams said, I can't even yeah. trust him. Like, you got to wait until this guy comes back, you know, and plays consistently before, as a teammate, you can you can trust him. Because, uh, again, like, he's given you a year's worth of evidence. A year, uh, Roy. He, so the, like, when, when he plays, if he plays in October, he would have played in, what, 15, 16 months? Yeah. Yeah. Six, yeah, about yeah, 16 months, thereabouts. Yeah. That's so. Clay Thompson after two ACLs. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's wild. Hopefully, though, this is the last time we talk about this dude. Yeah, no, no, because frankly, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting past the jokes part. Because, like, I don't know, like, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like we've all, we'll admit, we all told the jokes, but I, I don't know what hat. I don't know what it was about this moment, but I got to the point where I'm like, dang, man, like, I don't know. I really hope this dude, like, I don't know, just sees, like, just sees what's out there. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta do something. No, I, no, I agree. But let's let's move on and let's talk about from let's go from one guy who might not play until October to another guy who might not play until October, according to several league, yeah, several league league executives. The NF, uh, the Eagles are very hot on Alabama wide receiver Jameson Williams at number fifteen. Now, again, this will air Saturday, so we will already know who the pick is. But let's kind of get our let's let's put our prediction caps on slash post prediction caps on. I want you to tell me what's going to happen with the Eagles in the first round of the draft. And hopefully when people listen, they're like, hey, these guys know what they're talking about. Okay. I think there's – and this isn't just like, I don't know, hunch. Holly loves to trade up. Mm. They have that extra capital from that Saints pick. I don't think it's going to take much to trade up to 10. I mean, mm. I think I think one of those third-round picks mm-hmm. – or maybe, like, I don't know, if, if they're feeling so kind of, like, how he would trade a second-round pick to move up to six no, 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 no. No, like, one of the third-round picks to move up to 10. Because I think what you need to do is I think you need to move up past the – like, because I feel I, – I read something and it made a lot of sense. I think the Chiefs want Jameson Williams to be that 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 that, that reek replacement. So mm-hmm. I feel you need to get up to 10, and you'll get Jameson Williams. I feel that that is my – that's my number one prediction. However, if they stand pat, if if the board doesn't work out, I think they end up drafting Jordan Davis. Okay. All right. So I, I think with that first pick, you're like, I think a, like a three, like um, I don't know if you read the, the Shio Kapati article from earlier this week from the athletic, but I think he said to, to trade the 15, a third round pick and Andre Dillard to get the nine to get Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> Andre Dillard has- I mean, if you to move to move from ten to nine, maybe sure. Yeah, well, not? like no, I mean, but yeah. the fact that there's a there's a value chart for Andre Dillard is crazy. <laughs> um, I don't think they, I don't think they trade up. I think they try to trade up. I don't think they do. I think if he's if if he's there, I think Williams is the pick. I don't think he's going to be there, so I think they'll go Garrett Wilson uh, at fifteen. Oh wow! So it's still so they're still. Looking out for Jalen Hurts. I don't want to hear any more. They're failing Jalen Hurts. They they're gonna get a if if they get Garrett Garrett Wilson or or, or Jamison Williams. Garrett Wilson. Like I'm getting confused by these names. Like the, this is a bona fide one B receiver. Period. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Like we, I think no more that, that guy. No more that he can't throw to the outside. No. And one, I feel that like this puts Jalen Hurts under the gun. No, no, you have to, yeah, with, uh, yeah, if you get another receiver at either 15 or, or in the first round, I, mean, I, won't, I won't say where, but if you get another receiver early who can play early, if you have, you know, obviously you have Devontae Smith, obviously you have 
um, Dallas Goddard and, you know, the plethora of running backs. Like, J, you know, Tight J, end, J.J. Ortega. <laughs> J.J. Ortega Whiteside. I forgot about Jalen Rager. I don't want to forget about him. You got enough weapons for Jalen Hurts to be successful this year. So, like, there's so no So you will no say excuse. that you can make a fair evaluation on Jalen Hurts if you get Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, or Chris Olave, you know, Chris Olave, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I think you can. Okay. Now, now, what do the Eagles do with that second first round pick? I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting a lot of things. I keep forgetting we're going to the Eagles draft part. No, I'm going to say they go secondary. I don't know who. Okay. Because I'm seeing a lot of safety. I'm seeing some, some McDuffie. I, I'm going to say, just to get things official, I'm going to say Trent McDuffie. Mm, Hopefully okay. not Sidney Jones and Carney. Oh yeah, hopefully not. Um, he's a he's a kid. He's a kid from Clemson, Washington. That, Washington, uh, the, Washington. The dude from Clemson is Andrew Booth. Andrew Booth, thank you. Booth is from Clemson. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, McDuffie's from Washington. I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go a little bit off off the radar. I think they go they go with a pass rusher. I think, and again, this might be a little high. Maybe they trade down to get this guy. I think they get that kid George Carlaftis from Purdue. Oh, oh, oh! Ryan Kerrigan, two K twenty two. Yeah, I don't is know that, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, no, no! That's his comp. That was like young bull Ryan Kerrigan. Young I, bull Ryan Kerrigan, not 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 twenty twenty. Remember, Ryan Kerrigan was a beast. Like, he was. Know, he owned he, yeah. the Eagles. Owned. Owned the Eagles. Yeah, every, I every mind, time. I I wouldn't mind a a, a George Carlaftis like. People say they they over they over um I guess they finance or like I don't know like invest too much into lines. There's no such thing. You no. can't. There's no such thing as over investing in defensive end. But let me ask you a quick question. Let's let's assume let's assume that they go Carl Aftis and Jameson Williams, right? Jameson Williams probably you know let's say he's out for the first month of the season. Are you okay with investing two first round picks in guys who aren't going to get a whole 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 lot of snaps this year? Yeah, like I, I don't want to say this is an, a lost season, but I've always been a long-term guy with the Eagles. If this is going, or once, like I don't know, they got rid of Carson Wentz and like had to replenish the roster. I said this is going to take at at least two off seasons and two drafts and probably three. So mm-hmm. we are no. I think next year, free agency and the draft is is the is the pivotal moment. Before that, you're just building up to, like, because remember, you 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 got an extra one that for from, from the Saints. Right. Like, I don't know, like you, like I know we don't like giving this dude credit, man, but how he just has, like, I mean, he's building up the war chest. The question is, does he know how to find the right weapon, or does exactly. he just buy like, like I don't know, like I don't know, um, what's a gun from the seventh the Revolutionary War? Uh, like a musket. Uh, yes, you know, he just buy muskets. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Eagles have plenty of draft capital to use, so they should be fine as far as you know g- having bodies or having tools to kind of get whatever bodies they need for the next couple of years. Like you said, they just have to kind of spend wisely and do that correctly. Um, hopefully, we know what we're talking about. We will talk more about the draft next week on the show. You can join us same bat time, same bat channel here on one hundred six point five FM or wherever you get your podcast. But until next week, we are out of here. Mister Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.